Hi, this is Robin Heppel, and thank you in your interest in learning more about advertising and marketing for your funeral home. I'm a lifelong student, and since you have taken the time to listen to this recording, I can only imagine that you have the same desire for self-improvement and increasing the profit of your business. The marketing masters, like Hopkins, never get read by those who are looking for the quick fix or the so-called silver bullet. But you will realize quite quickly after listening to Hopkins' work that applying his principles is a sure bet, and over time you will continue to increase your odds or your returns with your marketing efforts. Fly-by-netters don't have the patience or probably the intelligence to study the masters because this is very heavy stuff and it is not for the faint of heart. You cannot skim his book and almost every line needs to be digested and analyzed. As David Ogilvie said, nobody should be allowed to have anything to do with advertising until he has read this book seven times. It changed the course of my life. There is a reason why Ogilvie said seven times. Because you just can't listen or read this book once. And this is the reason why I created this audiobook. I thought that after reading it three times and listening to it in audio format twice, if I really wanted to learn it, I should create my own audio recording. And in doing so, I would read each chapter twice aloud, and then the third time I would record it. So I've surpassed Ogilvy's charge, and I am still learning. The other reason why I wanted you to have this recording is that one of the skills that I have developed and continue to hone is that I have a knack for identifying principles, strategies, and tactics from the outside world and applying them to funeral service. So basically connecting the dots from the real-world examples and relating them to funeral homes. As I mentioned before, this type of strategic marketing is not for wimps. And by diving into this book, you are definitely not one of them. But I want to let you know that you are not alone, and that a lot of these principles, although head-scratching at first, are pure gold when applied to your business. This book is written based on the results of direct mail and print advertising, and since it was written a century ago, it doesn't talk about radio, TV, yellow pages, the internet, or mobile phones. But don't let that diminish the validity of this book. Marketing principles are timeless, and Hopkins methodically reveals how these principles are applied to the marketing channels of his time, and it is our job, mine and yours, to take those same principles and apply them to the marketing channels of today. As a word of warning, not every chapter will seem like it is a pot of gold for funeral directors. Some will, but even the ones that don't, there are nuggets in there that I will mine for you and that you can apply them to your business. Just sit back, close your eyes, unless you are driving of course, and prepare your mind for an education in marketing and advertising that originated a century ago but is still relevant today and will be far into the future. Since scientific advertising was originally written in 1923, some of the terms that Hopkins uses have a slightly different meaning now. Most importantly, his use of the term advertising encompasses more than just advertisements. It is about the bigger picture, which we refer to as marketing today. And when he mentions lines, those are product lines, and articles or what we would call products. And when he talks about advertisers, he is not talking about advertising agencies, but the companies who are promoting their products. The word concern is referring to another company, somewhat like how we may say 
a going concern instead of us being concerned or worried about something. The numbers cited in in this book seem to be quite a bit less than today's standards, but there is one number that if you have ever questioned Hopkins' authority, it should be validated by what he was paid. His salary was $185,000, and that's not converted into today's value, but that's what he earned per year in 1907. Also, he talks about himself in the third person, usually as the writer, and as he's providing case studies from his clients firsthand. And lastly, in the 20s, it must have been an old boys club because he only talks about men, salesmen, businessmen, men, etc. Although even though he knew that the woman of the house made the purchasing decisions, just like today. Just don't get upset with me, since it is my voice saying his words. They were the words of the great Claude Hopkins. At this point, you can listen to the audiobook, and then come back and listen to the rest of my interpretation of how the principles of scientific advertising can be applied to your business, or you can continue to listen to my interpretation as a primer before diving into the teachings of Mr. Hopkins.